to Trinity's daily Bible podcast, an opportunity to share scripture and hope together. Hello, and welcome to the Trinity podcast. My name is Nate Breen. Our family of four have been attending Trinity now for the past five years. I'd like to offer you a glimpse into how God can use an event from many years ago to show us his faithfulness here in 2020. One of my joys of Bible reading is finding stories and historical information that goes along with some of the Old Testament stories. It's interesting to me to see how God works even in this ancient time. Today, I want to share with you one of the most beloved stories from Genesis about a 500-year-old man named Noah who started a little woodworking project. Likely, you know the story for the most part. Noah, along with his three sons, was commissioned by God to build the ark. Well, this became a 100-year project, and in total, the ark was about a third the size of the Titanic. We're told that Noah and his boys had to gather two of every animal and load onto the ship with his family for an undetermined amount of time. I think it's important to note that God didn't tell Noah, Noah, you will be here for 40 days and 40 nights of rain, plus another month or two of drying. No, he didn't do that. So as Noah's planning for this and planning for food for his family and the animals, how was he supposed to know how much to pack? He really had to rely on God for, for guidance in providing for their family. I mean, were rations scarce? We don't know. Did they run out of anything? We're not told. But the people and animals all survived. So the first thing I think is important to note is that God is a providential God. And because Noah and his family didn't know how long it would last, I wonder what attitudes were like. Say around day, I don't know, 27 or 30. I mean, like, they had to have gotten pretty sickening, right? The smells, the same foods probably, the same view out of the window, and the same people each and every day. Genesis 7 verse 24 actually tells us that the waters covered the earth for 150 days. I feel like with quarantine right now that I'm pretty stir crazy. I can't imagine how these folks must have felt. But we also know that that is not the end of the story. After the storm, we're told that Noah released a couple of birds to check the condition of the land. I wondered what was going through Noah's mind when he decided to do this. Was he hopeful? Maybe. Doubtful? Was he upset? Was he scared about the future? Maybe uncertainty and desperation were starting to set in. Maybe he even thought, God, why did you need to use a flood for getting rid of all these wicked people? Why not just kill them and be done with it? Instead, I had to build this boat for 100 years and sit with the whole world being wet and nasty and nobody else in the world. Couldn't there have been a different way? Many of these may be feelings that some of us are experiencing right now. I know that I have experienced a wide range of emotions. Like Noah, I think we're all ready for this worldwide issue to be over. We stand on our make-believe decks or of the ark and cry out for the Lord, remove the situation, let it be over, please. We look out and see what looks to be a hopeless situation. How will it ever stop? As humans, our short-sighted perspective means we can't see the full picture clearly. Maybe that's where we're at today. 
Well, eventually, the Lord told Noah, Noah, it's time. It's time to get off the boat onto dry land again. Let the animals scatter and go into the world. Time to begin experiencing normalcy again. It's at this point that God and Noah, along with Noah's sons, all came together. It's almost like a, a debrief on the whole terrible world-changing flood. And this is the start of the moment where life begins to be new again. Noah offers sacrifice. The Bible says God appreciates that. And then this wonderful interaction, God reaches out to Noah and makes a promise with him. And actually, we have written down in Genesis chapter 9 what he said. God said, this is the sign of the covenant I'm making between me and you and every living creature with you. A covenant for all generations to come. That includes us, friends. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it's going to be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all the living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. Friends, it's a vision of the rainbow in the sky. It reminds us of God's faithfulness to us. Recently, I looked out the front window of my house at 745 in the evening. Appearing out in the east was an absolutely brilliant rainbow in the sky. Maybe some of you even saw it. There's a peace that came after seeing this. Many others in Orange City saw and maybe posted photos of their experience as well. As my wife and I talked about it, she counted out that it had been 40 days since things like schools and churches had been closed due to the coronavirus. We felt like God was giving us his symbol of hope, giving us a reminder of his faithfulness. In this season where doubt, difficulty, closures, job changes, rearranged lifestyles, different schooling, sicknesses, and yes, even death have become prevalent, may you be reminded that we serve a God who is unchangeable and rules over all. His kingdom will have no end. Our God has an infinite vision, and he loves us. Yes, we are experiencing a flood, but his rainbow offers us the promise of his faithfulness from generations to generations. Have a blessed day. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope to see you next time right here on the Trinity Daily Bible Podcast. Thank you.